Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone and electricity line. Weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Murder. Being pregnant with your first child should be a joyous occasion. On December 16, 2004, a woman who was eight months pregnant and excited for the birth of her first child met with a woman about buying a dog. Little did she know that this woman had ulterior motives for her visit. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Bobby Jo Stinnett and her husband ran a dog breeding business out of their residence. Bobby, who was eight months pregnant with the couple's first child, was in an online chat room dedicated to rat terriers called Ratter Chatter when she met Lisa M. Montgomery. Lisa, who was also pregnant, began exchanging emails with Bobby about their pregnancies. It was nice to find someone who understood what she was going through, and the women seemed to form a small friendship. Around this time, Bobby made arrangements to meet with a prospective dog buyer, Darlene Fisher, at her Skidmore, Missouri home on December 16, 2004. The meeting wasn't what she thought. When Darlene entered the home, she strangled Bobby Joe with a pink neon rope. But she wasn't done there, because as Bobby Joe regained consciousness, she found the woman making an incision in her stomach with a kitchen knife. She was strangled a second time before the woman successfully cut the premature baby out of Bobby Joe's womb. When Becky Harper, Bobby's mother, arrived at her daughter's home, she found her dead from strangulation and loss of blood. Her mother described the scene to 911 operators by saying it looked as though her stomach had exploded. Bobby Joe Stinnett died just months before the birth of her first child, and 12 days before her 23rd birthday. The most horrific detail? Her baby was nowhere to be seen. So, where was Bobby Joe's baby? The day after the murder, Lisa Montgomery was arrested at her farmhouse in Melbourne, Kansas. With her was a newborn baby girl. 
The quick work by police was made successful by computer forensics, a well-timed Amber Alert, and public vigilance. Forensics were able to trace Bobby Joe's computer correspondence with buyer Darlene Fisher to Lisa Montgomery, who had gained information about Bobby's pregnancy and posed as a buyer to gain access to her home. She returned to Kansas, where she had people convinced she was pregnant, and attempted to pass the newborn baby off as her own. Victoria Joe was returned to her father, Zeb, and Lisa was arrested and charged with Bobby's murder as well as kidnapping. During the trial, Lisa's life and hardships were revealed as a way to gain sympathy. She grew up in a chaotic home where she was raped by her stepfather for many years. Her mother discovered the abuse when Lisa was 14, and instead of protecting her daughter, she threatened her life. After a string of failed marriages, both resulting in further abuse, Lisa found herself with four children and had her tubes tied to prevent the addition of any more. However, she falsely claimed to be pregnant on multiple occasions, the latest resulting in the murder of Bobby Joe. Despite her poor childhood and neuropsychologist's testimony of head injury, as well as arguments that she suffered from pseudosiasis, jurors found Lisa Montgomery guilty and recommended the death sentence. The judge agreed, and she was formally sentenced to death. She is currently incarcerated in Fort Worth, Texas, and is currently the only woman with a federal death sentence at the facility. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on December 17th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.